So hi. Hi hey. people. Hello. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah. Welcome hi. back, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that sorry. <laughs> wow, we bumbled through that intro, didn't we? <laughs> We're glad you're here. How about how about a little quick housekeeping? If you are new to our channel, stick around, check us out. If you like what you see, give us a like and subscribe. Don't worry, we'll remind you again when we're done. For sure, because we're annoying like that. Yes. <laughs> so today is going to be a cool little subject, especially for me. Uh, we are talking about imposter syndrome. So before I completely she paused, go off, like she was waiting for a clap, like the audience did. You got, we're going to have to put that in. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, imposter syndrome, so much fun. <laughs> so does somebody want to give us the technical definition of imposter syndrome before I go off on my two hour long rant? I don't know if it's a technical per se, but it's basically. Is it? No, that's what I was actually going to ask you. Like, is this like something like it's a something technical? Something that exists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is. So basically it's, it's not just in witchcraft, although we'll obviously be applying it to witchcraft. It's basically when you partake in something serious that you personally feel like you're really not the real version of it. Um, I think that was a really bad way for me to explain it. Uh, I noticed that uh, Miss Mountain Gypsy is looking at a definition right now. So I'm just going to let her talk. She is so ready. <laughs> I'm so ready today. So imposter syndrome is, the loose, is loosely defined as doubting your ability and feeling like a fraud. It yeah. is, yeah, there you go. That you feel like you can't achieve or fit in. And to clarify, basically what I said in, in 50 less words, but you know, <laughs> well, and, and to clarify, this isn't saying that you are one. It's implying that you, in fact, are not and feel like you are regardless. This is not for people who actually are frauds. Um, well, if you, well, if you... well, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we don't know every single one of you, but generally well, we'll know, speaking, we'll know what we're going to saying... say. Yeah. What, no, no, what I'm saying is imposter syndrome itself. You are a fraud and you're feeling like you're a fraud. That's not imposter syndrome. It looks syndrome. like you a duck are. and quacks like a duck. Yeah. Then you're a duck. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not imposter syndrome if 
you actually are an imposter then you're just an imposter, imposter who feels reality. Like yeah it's just that's what the it's fuck you are tv but um <laughs> i felt Our like this i felt like this was a good topic especially for me because i deal with it pretty heavily and um i would assume and and it is just an assumption, but I would assume that at some point along your path, especially if it's in the beginning, or I guess you could deal with it at any point in time, but I know in my mind, it would make more sense to be a, to, for it to kind of be a beginning thing to kind of feel like you are, regardless Actually, of how serious you take it. Yeah, I, I, I would have to disagree and agree. I think it's more prevalent when you are newer. Yeah. Um, however, That's what I was trying to say less eloquently. <laughs> however, um, it can happen really anytime, you know, and I'm a perfect example, especially because I hid it for so long, did not expose my daughter to it, did not expose my family to it, <clears throat> that the way that I practiced, you know, what you see behind me today, it was not how it was when my daughter was a child. Um, and so most of my practice was totally on the down low. You want to talk about broom closet witchery. I was like, I was in the back of the broom closet. And so, you know, you, you get to this point where it's, where it's like, you know, well, am I really, am I really then, you know, because I'm not doing all these things that everybody else is doing. Um, so I think, I think that's also as almost as prevalent as it is in new witches I think it's also a pretty prevalent in broom closet witches because I've heard people say that who are in the broom closet yeah because they feel like they can't partake enough and so they feel like they're not doing enough and therefore they might not be plus plus well I was basically in the broom closet until about two weeks ago so so um um well, no, you were in the broom closet about like what, six months ago, eight months ago. You were yeah. basically hanging out at, um, at, the, at the broom closet door up until then. Yeah. You kept peeking <laughs> through. You kept yeah. peeking through like, do I come in? Come in? Somebody come in? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was not great. Um, I more so uh, temporarily lived in that closet. <laughs> yeah. So it was rough. But now I'm just like, fuck it. I got shit everywhere now. My books are in the living room all over the place. It's great. I love it. Um, and I also am kind of at the point. Your, your and husband, talked, I'm sure, is adoring it. He doesn't give a shit. I know. He, like, I'm just he kidding. really doesn't. And I, that's the thing is like, um, so it's like at the very beginning. So when did I get cut off? Because I was on a good little roll there. <laughs> I know. You were, you were totally in the broom closet. Now you're, now you're out in the no, open. Okay. okay. No, that's, no, that's what I was going to say. Um, actually mine is a little weird because I was, and I wasn't because as soon as I decided that I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this serious. It's time to study. It's time to learn. Um, and right then I was like, well, where do I go? What do I do? I didn't know anybody. So <clears throat> I just start looking online and I was just like, well, I wonder what Danny would think <laughs> if I just told him. So I did. I just told my husband and he, the way he took it at the time, I was like, well, fuck you. <laughs> he was like, sure. 
no, he next was like, week. No, I, I actually have told this story. Um, yeah. I told it when he was on, and I think I told it once before that. But just to kind of sum it up, basically, I just flat out told him, like, hey, I, this is what I'm doing. He was just like, no. But, <laughs> but when he was on uh, the little couples episode, he kind of clarified, he was just like, see, he grew up in a religious household. So like changing your ideals and stuff like that is not really a concept that he has like dealt with mm-hmm. um, outside of just kind of either lessening religion or getting more into it. That's just basically how he saw spirituality changing. It's like, if somebody went to church their whole life, they might not go to church, but they probably still believe the same general ideas maybe they just don't take it as serious or somebody who didn't take it serious takes it more serious that's the type of spiritual wiggle room he was yeah yeah, that's like what he was used to um then here comes me (laughs) and uh when when we first got together I was agnostic um I was just kind of like eh I don't know who cares don't give a fuck (laughs) then I went through a real (laughs) <laughs> and most atheists experience this um when you first step into like a i am an atheist you get real mean about it and you're aggressive and you you're become just, an evangelical atheist yes absolutely 100 percent. i was <laughs> almost all my posts on social medias was anti-god and you're stupid for believing god and blah, blah, blah. like i it was it was horrible like I look back at it now and I'm like oh you're cringeworthy as fuck bitch (laughs) they're all just it's too much knock it off let people believe what they want but um (laughs) so so I was going through that phase and uh he grew up Jehovah Witness so that was just a lot for him and he was just like okay I hear you um so to go from agnostic to atheist like angry atheist to passive atheist uh to this he was just like I can't follow this (laughs) and I think it just kind of broke him and he was just like I don't care anymore do you (laughs) and I was like cool that works that that's this I was just like just don't blow the house out my thing is we had only been married um like a little over a year somewhere around a year or two when I told him and we had been together for years prior so I didn't want him to not know so I told him and everything was fine my thing is I just wanted to know that he wasn't gonna like freak out and want a divorce or something like that because I've heard horror stories like that so that's why mine didn't start out 100% closeted I had to at least let him know but nobody else knew nobody um eventually I joined Amino and met people there and stuff like that so I don't know like would you call that closeted like my aunt just found out this last in 2020 and my sister and that's pretty much the only people who still know like I don't wear like shirts that say hey guess what I'm a witch on it or, or shit like that yeah. um mm-hmm. I don't wear like a pointy hat to the grocery but, but store so- but so the question is, um, you know, what did that do for your imposter syndrome? No, no, feelings? I know, but um, no, I'm asking you, like, what what did that do for you? Have, you know, being able to have your stuff around now, do you feel? I mean, do you feel like that's changed? You know, no, that, um, no, not at all. <laughs> Just being able to see my stuff, like in all the rooms and and stuff like that, it's cool. It's like I I'm more comfortable for sure. 
Mm. I'm more comfortable in what I do. I'm more comfortable when I'm doing the cleansings. I don't have to make sure nobody's home. You know, I can do it. You know, I can do it whenever. Um, I don't have to worry about, you know, there being too much smoke because the person we lived with was older and, you know, smoke bothers them. So I can just, I can do whatever the fuck I want now. So, so in that way, I'm more comfortable, but it did, it doesn't help my imposter syndrome any because, um, and and this is probably partially my own doing because I keep my circle so incredibly small, like incredibly small. Um, The only people I talk to every single day is Bella, Brandy, Liz, and my husband, legitimately. I talk to my sister maybe a couple times a month. I talk to my aunt maybe once every few months. And I talk to my mother-in-law maybe once every couple months. That's it. There's literally nobody else. I have no other, well, I have other friends, but we we don't talk. So it's like, do all of those people know outside of my in-laws? Yes, everybody knows in my circle. So it's like, technically I'm out and everybody knows, but also I'm on a platform where a lot of people hear me, but the amount of people who can back me up are here. So that makes me feel questionable because it's like, okay, well, who the fuck else can vouch for me? I'm, I'm new on the scene. People are like, who the fuck is this aggressive bitch here? Um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) and it's like outside of you guys and the few people who have given me chances and worked with me or came to me for readings or whatever. um, Like I've never got a bad feedback from anybody. So as far as I know, everything's been good, but I still sit here and I'm like, but who's going to believe that? Who, you know, I, I don't know. I guess, (laughs) <laughs> I know I what, what you're saying. It's rough, especially, especially because um, the more you're in it, the more you see that word of mouth is so incredibly important in this world, more so than just the regular mundane world, because, uh, you know, the mundane world, you know, paid advertisements get you everywhere here. They don't. <laughs> Not in, in, in some ways, it's almost opposite. Yeah, I, I mean, that I, and that's, we found that out the hard way, <laughs> right? We tried. We were like, well, maybe if we promote ourselves, we wanted to promote the podcast, and we were like, well, let's see. And we got like no love on that shit. But as soon as we just started doing what we do regularly, got on a good schedule, like it, way better feedback doing it that way. So, um, yeah. But again, for me. Sometimes I also feel like because I'm older, it's, there's a lot of weight put on growing up this way. And I'm not going to lie. I think it's great. Like, I actually do think it's really dope that some of you people got to do that. I think it's great that some people like are hereditary or whatever you want to call it. Like that, that would be cool. I am a little jealous. Like that would have been so great growing up that way. Um, you see, and I think that's, um, I think that's just personal perspective because, you know, my whole, this whole time, I never, that, that never played into my imposter syndrome, you know, I as to probably, growing up in it or not. And, and the thing is, I will probably get to that point, but I have a lot of family issues. No, I know. I get that. I get that. And, and but, but, but I'm saying that, that I I'll probably but, get through it, but. 
that's, that's what I'm saying. Is that I, I think that's more of a of a personal thing, you know, because I think yeah, you know, when you but when I you talk you, about I thought you asked me about my personal imposter syndrome thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm trying to say that for the audience. Oh yeah. Is is that you know I, I think It'll like feel that different for you because your situation's different. Yeah, and that's exactly, and that's a point which is that, um, you know, cause I get that. I hear that from some people, like I didn't grow up in it. So am I really mm -hmm. one, you know? Um, and for some people that seems to hit home more based on their personal stuff. For me, it didn't. And probably for very opposite reasons, because very early on, I found out I was adopted. So it was like, that was, that meant, it meant nothing to me, you know, mm -hmm. not growing up in it because I was adopted. So it was like, you know, I'm just, I'm just here because, you know, oh, well. There were some things my mom did, <clears throat> but it was never anything considering our heritage and where I grew up. It wasn't abnormal for people to sage their house. My mom burnt sage all the time. Like anytime we smoked after she would sage, like, like anytime we saw something out the corner of our eyes or something, there would be saging going on and stuff like that. Um, I grew up around that, but to me that, yeah, that I grew up around never, Lysol. Yeah, that Sorry. never, but that never triggered anything for me until I was older. And um, I think another thing that really, really hits me often and more so now that I have to be on social media for the podcast and to promote myself and whatever um, having started to take it so seriously at the time that I did sucks because I kind of came in in the midst of a fad that I didn't know was happening because <laughs> I don't follow I, I've never really been like oh I'm gonna follow every single person on social media my everything I do as far as social media and real life my circles are small and so sometimes I'm real, real far out of the loop on a lot of shit. I haven't seen a lot of movies. I haven't heard a lot of people's uh, cultural references, pop culture and stuff like I, my bad. <laughs> but um, so I didn't know there was this whole fad thing going on. <laughs> and so when I get on Amino and, and I actually remember <laughs> we, you guys put me on blast for this, like in the first, um, was in the first season. So you were saying, Hestia? Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't fucking remember. Yeah. You were talking about imposter syndrome. Does well, I know that. No. I just said that to be an ass. It also doesn't help that I have cotton mouth and I just put banana nut bread in my mouth and now my mouth is gluing itself shut. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let me choke to death real quick and then I'll get back on my rant. No, let's not choke to death. Can we not? I mean, you can if you want. It's just not advisable. It's my life. Don't tell me what to do. Uh, well, we're the oldest. Therefore, we're telling you what to do. I'm going with what she said. <laughs> Older sister card. Anyway, oh. I guess to wrap it up, I, I deal with imposter syndrome. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> let's see. So, yeah, let's see. I told Danny... He was tired of my fuck shit. Um, <laughs> well, so, go ahead. Um, so yeah, once I started realizing that I joined during a fad, I immediately internalized it and was like, oh my God, like, did I 
not knowing just like jumped on this and I don't know it's hard to explain it's just and there's sometimes sometimes I find it hard to find a reason in the moment why I'm feeling that way well but you know what just saying that alone makes a really good point which is when you can't find a reason then you know that a lot of it is is you putting that on yourself yeah what about you Brandy have you ever had that Actually, like, okay, so when I moved to Phoenix, I'd already been practicing for a good five years. And when I met all the older people who've been doing it since like the 60s and 70s, and I thought I knew my shit, and then they started (laughs) telling me more, I was like, I'm really like, am I really a witch? Like, I, I must be really dumb on some stuff. Like, but then like, they told me like, you know, it's not that it's just, you have to, you have to feel confident in yourself. So like when I finally got the confidence, then that went away for the longest time. And then I joined Amino and I found everybody else who was like, sounded smarter than me. And I was like, wow, shit, you know, it's almost 20 years, like 20 years later. And I, I feel like, do I belong here? But then I realized, well, everybody practices different. So somebody's going to be more interested in a certain subject and topic and field than I am. So they may know more than me for like, because when I met you guys, like I said, I thought Hestia had been practicing forever and all that crap. And then I met Bella and I felt so intimidated. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, my bad. okay. <laughs> I was like, whoa, well, that, that's just my resting bitch thing. <laughs> I was like wow she just knows so much and then like because honestly I didn't realize you were much older than me I thought you were in my age group yeah so I was just like we were all in the same maybe like yeah. 10 dec- like in the same decade for sure I really Sorry. did so you guys bummed that yeah. you're dealing with a crone no I, no, I, like, I hate young people they suck it was so cool because like because your personality and everything, you made it feel like you really were part of our same, you know, group, age group. Your immaturity so was is like, great. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> so, I'm immature I, and damn proud of it. <laughs> but I, I've had those times, you know, especially when people are like, well, you don't know this. And I'm like, well, it's just something I don't like. And then, of course, I get in my brain because I like to live in my head sometimes. And I'm like, well, shit. I really do suck. We're but. all airheads. That's why. <laughs> sure. Yeah, dude. So I, I get that moment sometimes, especially when I get down on myself on something that like I didn't know or I don't know a lot of. Well, and I like that you you mentioned that. Not that I like to hear you suffer, but I just mean that, you know, it's it brings up yet another perspective, which is even though we say it's probably most prevalent in, in newer practitioners, it's going to happen probably more than once in your lifetime. Because the thing is, we pride ourselves on the knowledge that we gain, the knowledge that, that we seek. And even though we know, and it's easy for us to turn around and say to the next person, you're going to be learning for the rest of their life. your life, you're never gonna learn everything. Even though we know that, you know, instinctually, we automatically react when we don't know something. And it's like, how long have I been doing it now? And I don't know this. And wow, I'm an idiot. Do I really know what I'm doing? You know, I get that. 
I, I, I totally get that, you know? And so I think it's just more of, you know, for, for me personally, we are doing this episode not to tell people how to not have imposter syndrome, but to understand it and how to deal with it and how to accept it. You know, that it's, it's kind, to me, it's a, it's a normal flow um, of, of growth. Oh, there's a little red bar. I, 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 there was a little oh red Oh my God. What? <laughs> the dust, but he, he moves around like he, he's faster than I walk. It's so cute. The littlest, tiniest spider I've ever seen in the woods is just adorable. Okay. Um, yeah, so, yeah. So you, you brought up that we weren't gonna tell you how to deal with it. So, but here no, no, is- that we weren't gonna tell you how to not be it. Or yeah, but how I kind of dealt with it, I was trying to find a good segue. I butchered it, sorry. Um, <laughs> geez, one of those things. You know what she right? said? Well, not that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so basically how I kind of d- deal with it though, when I have those moments is like, I just keep fucking doing what I've been doing. It's because I feel passionately about it and I'm connected with it. And I feel like if I don't, like, I feel like, I don't know, it, it, like you definitely feel like it's missing. It's missing if I don't do it. So, uh, so I just keep doing it. Cause it's like, this is who I am. This is what I do. And actually, you know what, another thing that kind of gave me some imposter syndrome moments was, um, even now, I don't really use the word witch to describe myself. And I was like, is that going to be an issue? I don't use the word spells. Um, and, and now, and, and this is something that happened a while back. So I don't feel that way now because the more I've studied, the more I realize where that comes from. That's part of my um, ancestry. Your bloodline. Yeah, my bloodline that you know, they're, the way they did workings is very, 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 very different than what you see on social media today. Um, it took none of that, none of that, no candles, no herbs, no crystals, no chanting, nothing. It was just nothing. Well, I, and I think some of that goes, goes back to the fad, you know, yeah, um, yeah. not that I'm saying that, you know, you're the fad, but I mean, I think people see some of that and they see these, these keywords, these buzzwords, Yep. You know, and they're like, I'm not using that. You know, what does that make me? Does that make, you know, any less than? And, you know, and I mean, yep. I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish here. But yeah, but that, that's not what makes you, what, the key words, the, the, the words that you use doesn't make it. I mean, if so, then, you know, then testy, then all three of us aren't witches if that's the case, because you don't use the word. And I use every word under the sun, sometimes in the same sentence. I'll talk about a spell while I'm doing a working. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's so, so I, I totally get that. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. Like, it's just one of those things. I I guess any, any subculture who's dealt with their particular niche becoming a fad probably has dealt with this on a larger scale as well because granted anybody is capable of feeling that way when you're fetishized you know it it could be exponentially worse and I feel like because I'm on social media and I see it that's what causes those questions like whoa wait a minute what because I sure the fuck don't do that oh I sure the fuck don't do that either (laughs) well and especially if people try to call you out on it 
you know, not that they have any right to, but that's not going to stop them. You know, just like Brandy Mountain Gypsy was talking about, you know, about how somebody said, what do you mean you don't know that? How long have you been practicing? It's like, well, you know, so what? I don't know that. But but that's enough to instill that doubt. Like, oh, was that something I was supposed to know? Oh, well, shit. Or the, or the three people who share an opinion and make it fact, and now they're going to fight you about it. You know, it's right. just like. Remember that the key number now is four. It's four people. Four people share this opinion. <laughs> so it's fact. Um, you know, <laughs> and, and that's the thing too. It's like, and I've mentioned this before. I have anger issues. I don't handle confrontation the way a lot of people would. Um, fortunately, in this day and age, I, I'm going to get to the bad part too, but fortunately, there's enough space between me and the people who talk shit online, <laughs> because if there wasn't, Lord help them, because <laughs> I'm like, yo, if you're one of those people that like start shit with people online because their path is different than yours and you don't feel it's right, I really hope you do that to somebody with hands in your city one day because you need to stop. And there's some lines that just telling people over and over, hey, don't do this. Hey, don't do this. Hey, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Can you please stop doing that? You're just going to sit there and just keep talking to them about it because at some point, somebody's going to hit you. (laughs) And let me me clarify that statement because I know we will all agree that we're not saying that you're not allowed to share your opinion, but just understand that it is your opinion mm. and communicate it as your opinion. It's okay also, to share other, well, but it's okay to share other ideas. You know, I want to hear other people's ideas. But here's That doesn't the thing. mean that I'm going to incorporate it, but you know, I'm going to use that and say that that's either going to give me more validity as to why I don't do it, or it's going to give me, you know, food for thought. Yeah. Here's the thing though, at least with me, share that shit on your platform. Don't come to my shit and comment that, oh, you shouldn't do it that way. I do it this way or something like that. If you have an Instagram page and follow mine, you don't need to comment on mine, your point, because you have one too. Put it there. (laughs) Don't bring it over here. I don't want it. Um, If I want your opinion on something, I'll come to you and ask you. I don't want I don't like unsolicited advice. Most people don't. So keep that in mind too. But so um, I'm going to call you on that because I know that you have gone onto other people's Instagram accounts and challenged them mm-hmm. on some things that they have, have posted. Yep. And, and, I, and you could play again, I could play, yeah, play devil's advocate and turn around and say, you know, should you have done that? And for me nope, personally, I think, yeah. no, no. And see, and see, I disagree with you. And the reason why I disagree is because I, I think the way that you presented it was exactly the way that I, I had said is that you didn't present it as this is how it must be done. You know, this is what I've, you presented as this is what I've learned. This is my opinion, you know, and it, and it sparked a conversation. Granted, sometimes it, it get it would get heated, but to me, that's a way for people to learn because you imparted some knowledge that that person either did not have or misunderstood and at that point whether she chooses to accept it is her choice but true i mean i'm a i'm a <laughs> oh geez um what's the word i'm looking for mm. i don't know anyways it's a fine line it's a fine line it is and i don't know i'm getting to the point now where i just don't because too many people 
here's the thing. If I disagree with you, I will still listen to you. Chances are you're not going to change my mind because most of the time when I have my mind made up, it's due to what I've already done behind the scenes to make my mind up on that because I'm usually pretty open-minded to stuff. But also, I don't have that energy. I still am very early in my path. I'm still very much learning. And so I don't have the time. Sometimes it's like, I'll, I don't know if this is because I'm new or, or if it's because I have been trying. I have to find a way to be able to study a broader spectrum of things at the same time because I like hyper fucking focus. But there's a lot of things that I still have to learn. I'm more so focused on like hereditary shit right now, but there's a lot of other things that I kind of see being deemed as like basic knowledge that I don't know. And that's another big problem for me because um, when it comes to like herbal uses and stuff, I'm always like, fuck, I have to go look it up. Um, I, I have a hard time retaining it. And sometimes- um, Can I respond to that? Yeah. I'm going to use, and if you don't want me to, if you want to carve this out, you can. Nursing again, you know, and, and I've mentioned this to you guys. You know, the way that I look at herbalism, as an example, is the exact same way that I look at pharmacology in medicine. You know, I have been a nurse for 23 years. And after 23 years, you will ask me about a medication. When I say you, I mean the collective you. You can ask me about a medication and chances are I'm going to have to look it up. And that has nothing to do with my knowledge, my experience, and my abilities. It has everything to do with there's fucking thousands upon thousands. And so yeah. the fact that you, and the same can be said for herbalism. There's literally yeah, hundreds I mean, upon you... thousands. All of the herbal, herbal books that you guys get, I guarantee you, none of them has every single one that, that exists oh. on this planet. And I so, don't even have that. And I've been herbalist you're an for herbalist. What, almost 13. Yeah. I'm an herbalist. And yeah. Hestia will ask me a question. I'll be all, bitch, hold on. I got to go get my books. Yeah. Because I can't remember that off the top of my head. But, but I'm glad we're talking about this, though, because those are the types of things, especially somebody who's newer where that's going to immediately make you question yourself. Like, why don't I know this? Why don't I have this memorized? And yeah. just know that there's some things that you're just not going to. And, see, and no. there's no reason you should. That's a book yeah. for. That's, and, and that's something that I've dealt with with a couple people lately too, is they've asked me um, for tips on reading with tarot. And they're like, I cannot memorize the meanings and I'm like well that's your problem stop trying <laughs> like yeah. you cannot I was like honey there are so like first of all there's different types of tarot like you're you can't just memorize everything like this is something that just context but um and in those moments I realize that a lot of the things that give me imposter syndrome are all in my head because I'm sitting here having to help somebody else through it and you can see it. But yeah. then I guess that's just part of why it's so fucking inconvenient is because sometimes it just comes back regardless, even though you know better, <laughs> like, you know, better you've seen it. And, and I think something that helped me through a huge, I had, when we first started the podcast, 
maybe not right away, but definitely in the first season, I had started truly feeling like, I don't know, like, am am I really good at this? Am I, is this right? Like, am I doing this right? (laughs) Um, When I started actually doing workings with you guys, then I was like, and I was getting feedback from people who I know, and I trusted that they were legit, you know, Um, when they were, when you guys gave me feedback, and we're like, dang, look, I can see you doing this. And it was, and it was shown in my side too. Like when we would share pictures and it was like, damn, how are they the same? It's like, I needed, sometimes you need to feel legitimized. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally get that. And like that did it for, I'm about to cry. (laughs) Fuck. But yeah, like that, that was like a huge moment for me. Cause I'm like, okay, bitch, stop tripping on yourself. You're good. Like you're good. And it's okay to seek that out. You know, we're Mm -hmm. only human. I mean, that's, you know, sometimes that's to our detriment, but that's still the reality. We're only human. Yeah. Well, some of us, some of us are also star seeds. So, which is why I'm growing my hair out long so I can keep communicating with Hesty and Mountain Gypsy. Um, But I digress. Um, But when it comes to, uh, you know, this this is another thing, again, that I think is a product of one, the fad, but also honestly, a product of society. We are a product of society. You know, we are all relatively older, obviously, you know, still different in age, but probably older than some of the people that are listening to us right now. So I can't really speak to how school is today for younger ones. But for the most part, when you, when you go to school, you know, you're expected to memorize things, you're expected to remember things. When you take tests, more times than not, they're not going to say, sure, go ahead, look it up in the book while you're taking the test. That's like taboo. That's cheating. You know, so that's ingrained in us from day one. And so when we get into pretty much anything that we want to master, you know, the, the thought of having to rely um, and to look up something or to know that there are multiple versions of something like that's foreign to us because that's not, that's not um, how we were raised, many of us, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and so, so I think some of that is, is retraining, you know, I, I noticed something that really is really, really popular has become really popular in this round of the fad, because this isn't the first time witchcraft has become a fad, but this mm-hmm. time around, I noticed that charts and graphs and this is that, and this is that, and like, like it's been very simplified and I understand the need for simplification, but I hate to tell you a lot of magic is not simple. And I don't mean not simple as in you're never going to get it. I mean, you know, orange is for success. Not all the time, just because you see it on Pinterest, just because you might see it in five (laughs) different books. That doesn't mean that it's going to be like that all the time. So let go of it must be this. And if I don't know that, then I must not be a real witch. Exactly, dude. I mean, that like, now that you mention it, like, that's big part of this fad. Like, I remember when I was younger and it was a fad that time around mm-hmm. it was you had to have a cauldron you had to have this you had to have this pretty altar I yeah because it was definitely more that. wiccan centered it was definitely more wiccan centered yeah, it was. 
it was whole wholeheartedly like you need this you need this perfect a thing and this perfect bowl and now you're right like it's charts it's it's this is set chart this is set for that and it's like okay and see I've even <laughs> brought that up because um I was complaining about it a while back um a lot of astrology pages post these oh cancers are this aquarius is this but there's and it's based specifically on the details correlating to the the planet or the luminaries Mm -hmm. but the thing is that's not how it manifests in people it's an equation that you have to read combined it is the it is the planet or luminary or asteroid or whatever you're looking at the placement plus Mm -hmm. the house plus the sign. That's how it manifests in you. You have to read all three together for it to make sense or else it's too broad of a spectrum um, of people that are being given a very specific uh, trait that they're like, well, that applies to everybody. Yeah, because you haven't made it more specific with because you left out two thirds of the equation. Um, And it's oversimplified to the point where people don't even understand it at all. Like you don't, you don't understand anything. It's like two plus two equals and then nothing. Like they didn't give you the answer. It was was just like, this is the equation. So I want to challenge everybody who's listening as well as ourselves. Cause like I said, we've all admitted that we go through this, you know, um, on occasion as well, that when you start thinking in those in those terms, as in, it must be this, if it's, you know, this or that, um, or this means this, um, challenge yourself and follow it with a question that says, are human beings really that simplistic? Are we really just like one-celled organisms? Are we just like that amoeba? Or are we really more intricate? Is there more to us than that? And if you answer, well, yes, we are that simple. Well, then sucks for you. I guess it's time for you to move on to the next astral plane because we're too simple for you. But I'm sure the vast majority of you will will understand and realize what I'm trying to say, which is, you know, anytime that you're trying to apply something to a human being, to a celestial body, to something spiritual, um, you know, are we, is, is that all really that simplistic because that's almost an insult at that point i mean you're telling me that all libras are this and this and that because we're all amoebas because we all should just follow that because that's how simple everything is that's a good example because remember when i was first studying i was like libras are this and you're just like and that's a good point because you know you know, I'm you're, a Libra. Yeah, and you're both Libras. And look how fucking Libras. different you are. We may have a lot of similarities, but then we also have a lot of differences. And here's here's a little something about your charts and, and the information that's on them. So like I said, when I first started studying um, astrology, I was sitting here telling them like, oh, you're both Libras. So this and look at them. Does anything about them sound the same at all? Like 
anything about them, anything at all. No, didn't think so. Um, because I'm just sitting there conversations with each, with the three of us and our personal conversations. And we're talking about music and there's Hestia. I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm sitting there like, okay, well, you're both Libras. So you're both this and Bella especially is like, no, mm mm-mm. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Just kind of laugh it off. Like, well, I'll make it fit. <laughs> I know she went, and then she goes and makes our charts and I was like, whoa, shit, no. Yeah, yeah. Once I once I really got more into it and learned some shit, you find out that that's just me saying like, hey, guess what? You're both females. It's like, yeah, cool. Thanks for that information. Like, thanks for the information we didn't already know. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's going to be generalities, but you but, know, but unless you think that lowly of yourself, that you are a carbon copy of everybody around the world, then stop, stop trying to apply these over. But see, that's not, things. that's not, yeah, that's kind of the point I was going to make. It's like, so they're putting this information out and then somebody's going to read that and think that they know something about it and then they're going to go talk to somebody who does know about it and I know firsthand because I've done this um it's embarrassing and you end up feeling like oh well I did my research I looked into it a little bit I read it it's that is true Libras are this um because you know what they're sharing isn't necessarily wrong it's just again it's kind of like if I went and Bella and Brady is like, okay, tell me about myself. And I just, am like, you're both women. <laughs> you're both, you know, they're going to be like, so what good. the fuck? <laughs> She's great at this. <laughs> I didn't even I, have to show her my boobs and she totally right, got it. Right. She fucking nailed that. <laughs> so, but then you go and talk to somebody who knows some shit and they're like, okay, well, how does it apply? Like, where would you see that like, would you see it in their work life, in their personal life, in their household life, how they act in public, how they act when they're alone? Is this their daily habits? Is this who they are at their core? Like, you know, things like that. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, I'm dumb. And then it's like, <laughs> it's just instant panic because it's like you're in the moment and you thought you were ready and you weren't. Um, that's embarrassing. It happens. Like, it's happened to me. I did that. Um, I, you guys probably remember this because... Um, after talking to BMC like once, <laughs> I was like, I will go to bat for her and Baba Yaga, bitch. And then somebody posted this picture of Baba Yaga and it was like super pretty. And I was like, Baba Yaga was a hag, bitch, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she was ugly. And I sent it to Bella and Brandy and Bella's like, um well (laughs) and I had to go and I had to go back and like apologize and like you know because I acted an ass based on what I thought I knew based on superficial you know knowledge and uh yeah so you know so so I want to say something sometimes sometimes that that. would make me feel (laughs) real weird for a real long time including right now yeah and that that's 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 total that's totally understandable but um, I'm going to probably put on my mom hat now, or maybe even my grandmom hat, depending on how old you guys are that are listening. But, um, you know, that is probably going to be one of your biggest challenges in life, not just in witchcraft, in life, that's going to be one of your biggest challenges. 
none of us are going to be absolutely perfect and never make a mistake. None of us are ever going to know everything. And so those embarrassing moments where you, you know, trip and fall or where you say something that you thought was right and it wasn't quite right, or it wasn't, you know, the full picture, <clears throat> you know, suck it up, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. Um, because I had to, and it sucked. <laughs> and not, not because that's not when you roll over and say, well, shit, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. That's when you actually have to look at yourself and say, okay, I own it. I missed it. I didn't get this right. So now let me go back and fix it. Mm-hmm. Because when we mess up, we always have two choices. We can learn from it or we can wallow in misery in it. And so I do both. <laughs> I do both. You know what, I go, you, I make it right, both, and then I mentally. Both, that's great, but but don't stay there. Don't stay no. there. <laughs> I, I wish, give myself cause... five minutes. Five minutes these days. Like after the last time yeah. I had that moment, it's like okay, you get five minutes to have your little fucking pity party, and then move on. Yeah. Because okay, okay. You're gonna have to I'm... give me some tips because this is how I deal with it. If I make an ass of myself, I go, I apologize, I make it right. And then I stay up thinking about it till 7 a.m. for the next seven weeks. And then I just randomly do that again every once in a while for the next 20 fucking years. <laughs> hey, I do the same thing. Like I said, I, re- I relive my embarrassments daily. <laughs> you want to know something? I will still think about some shit I did as a child and get yep. embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I-, I was just going to say. I was just rolling through my head something that I did when I was 15 years old. Yeah. So embarrassed that yeah. I did it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is what it is. You Ugh. know, uh, we're, we're going to, but as long as I can turn around and say, but I learned from it, but I did yeah. this and I did that, you know, then it, then it is what it is. You know, I fucked up and I'm walking the, the, <clears throat> the hall of shame in my own head yeah. But at least I know that, you know, that I'm the better for it. Yeah. Yay, <laughs> reliving think, shame. <laughs> I think it's all about just, you know, just, just accepting that's how you, and, and That's how you know that lesson stuck. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. See? You know, like, I people, for sure learned from that. I'm not you know, doing that shit funny. ever again. It's funny because um, so I, I've had a couple of people call me like a Pollyanna which is so weird because I think I'm anything but positive Pollyanna, but I get what they say, what they say that be, because, you know, it, it is true though, anything, um, just about anything, no matter how bad it is, there really is always a positive point to it. And usually that's what we take away from it. And so to get yourself through that, you hold on to that, hold on to the positive aspect that you took away from it and don't wallow in the negative of it, you know? And, and yeah, when you're my age, you still might be, you know, thinking back on the stupid shit you did in, in high school, but at least you learned from it. Yep. I do not want to talk about high school. <laughs> uh, Yay. Move on. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, that's over. Right. Well, cause like, I mean, like, I really hate like when it like back to the herbal part, like it. It drives me nuts sometimes because I do get so many questions about herbs that I'm like, I should know this shit on the top of my head, but because I don't, because like Bella said, there's thousands and thousands and dude, I don't have every single book in the world that has every freaking thing. 
So, you know, I have to go to the database that I had to use for school to look up some things. I'm like, but there's, a, I'm always getting questioned on simple shit that I should, should always know at the top mm-hmm. of my head. But it's like, cause I think Liz has asked me a few questions, quite a few questions in the last few weeks. And I'm like, bitch, hold on. I've got to go sit down and have a three hour book session. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. <laughs> You know, there's, yeah. there's one thing that I, I learned being a nurse all these years that I've almost always applied to my, uh, to my witchcraft practice, which is that um, never be afraid to say, I don't know. And, yeah. and never be afraid to have to look something up and research it because, you know, I, I, I equate them very similar. I mean, obviously they're different. They're two different things, but I, I equate them very, very similarly in the way that there's this vast knowledge that there's no way that I'm ever going to know it all. And I think I've mentioned this before on, on other episodes where, you know, on top of the vast knowledge, every, every two years when I have to get relicensed, I have to show that I've taken X amount of classes because... Yeah they know that there's new information constantly coming around. And you have to understand that that is the same exact way with anything spiritual, any kind of magical system. We're talking specifically about witchcraft, but really any kind of magical system. There's always new writers coming out with new perspectives, new methodologies, new ideas. Um, and, And there's always something that you're going to uncover that you're like, oh, I didn't know that. And that doesn't mean that you're stupid. It doesn't mean that you're any less than, it just means that you didn't know it because there is literally, literally thousands of years worth of knowledge that we are talking about, but you know, really being uncovered and uncertain. Yeah. You know, go, go back and listen to our history of witchcraft podcast episode. And you will hear that we were discussing things as, as far back as over 2000 years ago. So that is literally over 2,000 years worth of knowledge that we are trying to learn about and explore and absorb. So if you can't learn all 2,000 years worth of knowledge in your lifetime, well, then you're stupid. No, I'm just kidding. No, you're human. You've just validated that you're not a computer. That's really all that you've done. You've validated that you are not a computer. Because what I love, what I personally love to know, every herb, every plant, every thing that grows in the ground, that would be amazing, but uh, I don't. And you know what? Even if you did, okay, let's pretend for a minuscule moment in time that you knew every single herb and plant out there. One week from now, you will already be obsolete. Why? Because there are literally thousands that are still being discovered in places like the Amazon forest, in other places that, um, so, so why bother? Exactly. I'll just go find my book. (laughs) Yeah, dude. You guys, people can't dwell on it. Cause like, I mean, I know in the past when I've dwelled on feeling that way, it's driven me nuts for days. And made me not a functioning human. Because it made me, you think, the thing is, like, with my brain is, I sit there, I'm like, okay, if I'm not doing something right in this part of my life, what else am I not doing right? What, like, it spirals. Because you can spiral. 
Yeah. Because you're going to sit there and be all, okay, I'm not doing this. So what else am I not doing? You're going to take inventory of everything and it's going to drive you nuts. Don't drive yourself nuts. Especially if you're already nuts. In 2020 alone, scientists documented hundreds of new species. We don't even know all the animals on this planet. No one knows exactly how many types of life are yet undescribed in the scientific literature. Estimates range from around 86%. Sorry, I was trying to just look for, because you know I love my numbers. Um, yeah. How are I you mean, here? numbers out. You know, perhaps one day we'll be able to say, say, you know, that we have the information on every single thing on this planet, but we don't. So um, take Come comfort on, in just, that. Take comfort in that. They just discovered a new, what is it? They find, not a, what was it they found this week? They found a new, like, not atom, but mm-hmm. molecule. A, a subatomic particle. particle. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They just found that out. That's going to totally change all the physics and stuff that we learned in high school. Mm-hmm. everything we just learned in high school 20 years ago makes no sense anymore now and you know what for for those of us that actually tap into and apply some of that scientific knowledge that may also change your practice does that exactly. mean that like you're just going to throw up your brick and say oh fuck it no <laughs> you know you 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 reevaluate and you move on because now i was reading that article i was like well, shit, I passed that class and learned everything I needed to know and did awesome. And now everything is thrown out the window that I know about physics. I mean, you know, we talked about this, I think, a couple of times. You know, I have been trying to incorporate um, dark matter into my practice. Well, then I've been reading about how these group of scientists have come out with um, a study that has basically shown that there is no such thing as dark matter. Now, when I read that, I was like, well, fuck me. Now, having said that, there's been a lot of um, scientists in protest and said that they found a lot of errors in it. And, you know, and that's fine, whatever. And they're going to keep going back and forth. And one day they'll, they'll, they'll confirm it or, or deny it. Um, the point being is that, you know, does that mean now I just throw all my shit away and go, well, fuck this? Nope. No. <laughs> you know, you reevaluate, reprocess and chug along. Was I a real witch because I was using bogus science information? No, because oh whatever I, what I was doing was was working for me, you know. Because I mean, can't throw a tantrum like my son who read that article and was like, "I just learned all this stuff by the time I was five, and now it doesn't make sense anymore." Well, maybe still can throw a tantrum. I wasn't too happy, but doesn't mean, <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, was when, when he was five, he could tell you everything about dark matter science at five and now when that article came out he was so pissed off yeah that's why i love your son he's my actual astral son yes and he claims you as his astral mother oh (laughs) you liar oh we were talking about that the other day because he saw that comment that you had said and he's like she's my astral mom and then just walked away (laughs) why did her say get quiet because she's high as hell (laughs) i was just gonna (laughs) say that the green has kicked in. It needed to. <laughs> what are your thoughts on what we've been talking about? Yay, nay, agree, disagree? Yeah. Okay. Right <laughs> <laughs> on. Word. So if you do feel like you are experiencing imposter syndrome, 
I think my first recommendation would be stop, take a breath, and I'm going to use Brandy's word, you know, take an inventory of what you already know. And if you feel like there's gaps, then try to fill in those gaps, move forward, but move forward, move on. Because if you love what you do, if you believe in what you do, then you're never going to know it all and accept that that doesn't make you any less of a witch or a magical practitioner or whatever the fuck you call yourself. It just means that there's more work to be done. Absolutely. Yeah, that. (laughs) But, but don't let, don't let, don't let what other people tell you get to you. And I know that's way easier said than done. I get it. But you know, hear them out. If you gotta, I mean, if they're right in front of your face, you can't walk away. You kind of have no choice. But, but don't let it define you and don't let it impact you to the point that you're now paralyzed and you now, you know, start doubting yourself to the point that you just drop everything. You know, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that to yourself. You know, you owe yourself much more than that. Um, we all do, no matter how new you are. And, it, or you can be like Festia and I'm assuming, well, I'm, 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 in, I'm assuming, um, and probably one of her reactions is, yeah, you don't think I know it? Okay, well, let me show you. I'm going to get here and then my 10 books and I'm going to come back in a week and I'm going to show you how much I didn't know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Thanks, um, guys. You made her disappear for like ever. <laughs> you can always tell. Yeah, you can always tell when something has hit me because like all of a sudden, Amazon will be like, here's your seven books, ma'am. <laughs> And we'll get the we'll get the message of I'm sorry I'm not going to be on here very often I'm I'm busy. Yeah. I will tell you that those of you who because this is this is my personal experience, those of you who have those moments of imposter syndrome about your abilities, about the actual not not the knowledge necessarily but the practice part. To me personally, I think that what you really don't want to do is stop. You know that's you want to do the opposite do some work, do some simple workings, do some spell work, keep going, you know, get yourself a win, um, get your confidence back and, and do some simple, simple spell work, you know, that, that you feel fairly confident that, that, that's going to manifest, you know, and, and, and build up your confidence again. Don't um, paralyze you because before you know it, it'll be a year later and, um, and you're still, wondering if you're really a witch and now you've forgotten how to do some stuff and your, you know, your herbs are molding and, you know, don't do that. Cause I make that puts you back. That like sets you hold back, not just in, in your practice, but in your life and your personal life. Cause like, I know when I've had setbacks in my practice, cause there's been times where I've stopped practicing for like a month or so. And I just let it, and it affected myself personally outside of that because it yeah. kept, you know, it kept eating at me. And I was like, well, shit, you know, I need to get back to it. You know, the, your craft, you stopping your craft or stalling yourself doesn't only affect you in that aspect. It can affect you in other aspects, especially if it's always been, if it's been part of yourself. And it can affect others around you because... Yeah. Like you just said, you know, for many of us, 
and we've said this over and over again, for many of us, this is not <clears throat> something we do on the weekends. This is not a, <clears throat> a hobby. You know, this is us. This is who we are. And so anytime, you know, whether it's our witchcraft, whether it's our, if you're a woman, your womanhood, you know, whatever, you know, anytime that that's questioned or you start struggling with that, that affects you and how you interact with people, how you interact with your loved ones, and they will see it, they will notice it. Mm -hmm. And so it's just not just going to affect you, you know, so do everybody a favor and, um, and keep on keeping on. And I that yeah. sounded so keep, on keep, on. <laughs> keep on keeping on. <laughs> Fuck. Every once in a while I have to show my age, all right? I guess. Be the so. little intuitive kid, you know? I think I can. I think I can. Okay, that was the mommy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Every once in a while she's gotta show her mommy side. Jeez. <laughs> and I'm just over yeah. here like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it happens anything else we have to say about this imposter syndrome sucks but you'll be okay yeah because you're not an imposter or else it wouldn't be imposter syndrome because you'd just be a fucking imposter <laughs> golden words right I there <laughs> quote that bitch <laughs> I wasn't thinking. I'm sitting here petting him going, Junior, your head's gotten bigger. And I look down and it's not Junior. How close? Oh, that is a very, very hard mistake to make, ma'am. <laughs> We're talking about a little ass terrier and a fucking boxer. They're nowhere near the same size. This is how focused I can get. I'm giving you all of my attention. It was my hand that just went drop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. I love Bella. She's so great. <laughs> I'm the dumbest smart person you'll ever meet. Swear. <laughs> I think this is a group of dumbest smart people ever. <laughs> no, I'm the smartest dumb person you'll ever meet. I'm also the most immature, mature person you'll ever meet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. A hundred right there. I'm basically 97 years old. <laughs> She's the oldest, youngest person you'll meet. Yeah, because I just, I hate young mm. people. They're annoying. And by young people, I mean people under 50. <laughs> and not. I understand that, that includes me. I annoy me all the time. <laughs> Daily. All the fucking time. So, yeah, <laughs> even me. Ew, I really am. Hello. <laughs> my old soul. As fuck, I hate it. <laughs> everything, everything you I really do. You really are here. not. You really are not. You really are no, not. No, it's weird. No, I'm not. But I act like it. <laughs> I live in a Snuggie. <laughs> I'm going to buy her a rocking chair. Fuck no. Those things make me feel like I'm going to fly backwards and die. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm God. an old person with anxiety. <laughs> oh. 
rocking chairs scare the shit out of me. Our couches, or our couch and our love seat um, recline. And that freaks me out sometimes. <laughs> don't have a rocking chair or a recliner in Hestia's nursing home. <laughs> Are you afraid you're going to fall back? Yeah. So just put it up against the wall. That's what I do. It is against the wall. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid of falling back per se. I don't, I just don't trust me because I am accident prone. So those types of things go against a wall or near a wall. I'm not accident prone, but I'm overly cautious. Like I walk very carefully. I grab things carefully. I sit carefully. <laughs> Everything I do is done very, very carefully. I am definitely Ew, I'm so weird. Prone. What the fuck? <laughs> and my daughter inherited my- it too. Petra inherited the I can be walking through the house and trip on my own feet. I had to take Annie to the ER once because she tripped over a flat surface. (laughs) (laughs) Aw. (laughs) Poor baby. Just like her mama. (laughs) I have a scar on my forehead from doing that because I was tripped over my own feet into a barbell. So I have a scar right on my forehead. Wow. Danny's accident prone, but he does, he gets hurt at work a little bit, but not really. His accident prone shit is he spills shit all the fucking time. <laughs> and it's so infuriating because I wouldn't call, I'm not like a germaphobe level clean freak, but I like things to be clean. So it's a lot, <laughs> but yeah, he, he spills something like damn near fucking daily, dude. Does he need a bib? He needs to live in a plastic fucking bubble <laughs> like bubble like no <laughs> bubble yeah. wrap all around him yes yeah, just just bubble him up and he make him clean <laughs> but yeah I don't think I have anything else to say about imposter syndrome because it sucks and it's stupid <laughs> so if you're feeling like you're going through imposter uh-huh. syndrome you know um, I think I already said this Never mind. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> but um, if you do have that feeling or if you've had an experience, leave us a comment. We want to hear about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. yeah it. it makes you feel better to discuss it sometimes, too. Yeah. You never know. You might see somebody else that says, oh, my gosh, I felt that, too. You're not alone in that. And don't think not to scare you, especially if you're younger, but don't think that this is going to be the only thing that you'll ever feel this way about. This is normal for us to sometimes question ourselves, our abilities, how good we're doing, how well we're doing something. So obviously we're not um, authorized. Well, I shouldn't say authorized. We're not knowledgeable enough to talk about every single thing, but you know, if you feel that way about anything, take a moment, take a breath. You know, reevaluate, but um, don't give up. Mm-mm. Just remember to stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> stop, drop, and roll. Bella did not get that reference at the fuck all, Brandy. <laughs> no, no, that's why I said something else. 
Hey, I'm wearing my. I got one. (laughs) I finally got one. (laughs) Yeah, tell me what it is. It's from Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Stop, collaborate, and listen is the beginning. Okay. (laughs) Oh, we're only here jamming for nothing, Bella. (laughs) I'm even wearing Vanilla Ice pants. Oh wow. I'm wearing my hair and pants. <laughs> so yeah, like, subscribe, comment. Uh, if you're listening stuff. to us on a podcast platform, especially Apple uh, or or Spotify, um, follow us, give us a like, share us, share, share, share. Sharing is caring. Show that you care. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, um, commenting and rating on there would greatly help people see us and if you want to support us we have patreon where you get stuff early and extra stuff um we also have buy us a coffee and if buy us a coffee is a little more than you can do right now you can also donate in dollar increments on the anchor app or even just share ours just the just share, share us too <laughs> yes share us follow, the world follow us on the instagrams <laughs> and the, the youtubes all those interwebs stuff how many you youtubes young. are there why is it youtubes why are there so many tubes? <laughs> <laughs> it's the boob tubes. Uh, I need to go. <laughs> Bye, people. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs>